If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The only thing better than winning your fantasy football league? Constantly reminding the other owners that you did. And at DraftKings.com, you can prove you're the superior GM every single week. DraftKings is America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments, so you can play whenever you want in a variety of contests. Challenge your friends in a custom league or join an existing one to play for your share of the millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs this season. Just pick your contest, draft your players, and collect your winnings. That is it. Renew old rivalries or create new ones by playing head-to-head with friends, co-workers, and fantasy players from all over the country. Hurry to DraftKings.com now. Use promo code FRIENDS, F-R-I-E-N-D-S, and play for free. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments, so you can play whenever you want in a variety of contests. Test. Challenge your friends in a custom league or join an existing one to play for your share of the millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs this season. Just pick your contest, draft your players, and collect your winnings. That is it. Renew old rivalries or create new ones by playing head-to-head with friends, co-workers, and fantasy players from all over the country. Hurry to DraftKings.com right now. Use promo code FRIENDS, F-R-I-E-N-D-S, and play for free with your first deposit in this Sunday's $1 million fantasy contest. First place takes home hundred grand and a lifetime of bragging rights. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Enter FRIENDS for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton, and I'm here with my brand new, shiny brand new friend, Katie Featherston. Hello. Not Featherson. Not Featherstone. Not Feather None. Nope. Not Featherston. And not Jeff. Her name is also not Jeff. I mean, you can call me Jeff if you want, but I probably won't answer. Yeah, so that that's not going to help anybody. <laughs> um, and Katie is not only a human being, first and foremost, but you may know her best um, as Katie mm-hmm. in the par- Paranormal Activity movies. Yeah, I did those. That you did those. That was a crazy, crazy time. That was that a was, crazy thing. That was a crazy time, and you used your name. Oh, my God, I did. They, just t- they were just like, meh. It that if there's there I truly regret nothing in my life. I do sometimes think about that moment when it happened, and and I wonder what my life would look like if we had maybe named me Michelle in the movie. We've been in the same the same movie, just a different uh, experience yeah. for the world. Yeah, we didn't know. We were just like sitting around the living room, and and Orin was like, "So guys, you know, we're improving. So you just want to like use your real names?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, okay," because 
you know, we had created these characters, but, you know, you're in the moment. You don't want to yell out the wrong name or whatever. And so I just was like 22, I guess I was 23, 24 at the time and had no idea that it would like be a, like a life decision that I had just made. It was crazy. You, I mean, the thing was literally anything, especially in the entertainment industry in Los Angeles or whatever. It's like you never know. Mm-mm. Like you could do something and think this is going to be the hugest thing ever and nothing happens. And you could do this thing on a whim and it could literally be everything. Yeah. And that's how crazy it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, it was an amazing um, – it's still that that whole experience really doesn't feel like it happened to me. I'm I'm really thankful for it, but it feels like this crazy thing that I saw on a TV show, or you know, like or something that that happened to somebody else. So you're kind of outside yourself. Yeah, the whole. I mean, I I can't. I'm consistently outside myself when it comes to the sort of hugeness of it. Um, so let's go back a little bit. Sure. So because there was a time before these movies, there was a time before any of this, when you were just like a regular person. Oh. <laughs> Boring. Oh, I was so, so over it. Uh, um, but you come to LA at some point, right? Is that, yes. is that how, like a lot of people do? Yes. Um, right after college. Right after college, and were you were you like, what, what was your before you got here? Like, what was, did you have like a forecast or any predictions? Like, oh, this is what I want to happen, or this is how it's going to unfold. Well, I was in seventh grade, and I decided I was going to be an actress. So from then on, it was like, you know, power mode to, to get to New York or L.A. And then when I graduated from SMU, where I majored in theater, I, I, I moved to L.A. And I knew, I just had blind faith, the kind of blind faith I think you can only have if you're really young and naive and you don't know anything. Um, I just believed, I just believed I would be okay. Um, and I wanted to be an actress, and I whatever that looked like. If it looked like TV, if it looked like film, if it looked, I didn't really know what that looked like, but I just wanted to do stuff that, that if it was like unemployment I mean you know it looked like acting unemployment for a while that was for sure um but I just I don't know I just I just was I just had huge faith and my parents were really kind and and affirmed that you know I could do whatever I wanted to do and so I came out here and 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 knew no one and and knew no had no idea how the business worked like at all and then my very first year in LA uh, got myself that audition for what ended up being Paranormal Activity. And how did that How did that come? How did you get that? There's this website called LA Casting, which yeah. when you're young and night, yeah. So, you and you, there's things on there where you're like, oh, oh. this looks like something that'll never happen. Yeah, yeah. It's a real black hole. You it can, can be. It, you gotta like really filter through. Yeah. It's like yeah. And but I remember reading Oren's post, and and it seemed like really focused and direct and and kind of legit. And I and it was something like you'll be working, you know, around the clock and all that kind of stuff. But to me, that was fun. But it seemed like this person had put a lot of thought into it. And I thought, you know, okay, I'm gonna go out for this. And so it was in this tiny theater in North Hollywood, and I was waiting in there. And and, and these women were coming out of the theater like grumpy, and they're holding their their headshots still, and they just looked like what just happened. And I thought, what's going on in that room? And so I I go into the theater, and it's just Oren and a couple his, his girlfriend at the time and his best friend. They're sitting there, and there's like one chair. And I sit down and I have my head shot. And he's like, so uh, why is your house haunted? And I said, uh, oh, well. And I just started making stuff up. And then he was like, okay, thank you. And that was it. And then we later had callbacks. And that's when I met Mika for the first time. And it was just fun. Uh, I mean, so improvisation, which I'm a huge fan of. And Me too. that's kind of my background mm-hmm. uh, and how I got to, even to this point, uh, which I'm thankful for. Um, came in really handy because I think a lot of you know a lot of people they are like oh I expected to go a certain way or right. why don't you ask me my name or don't you want to know what I've done and right. isn't it isn't it really like isn't it about me and it's not really about you mm-hmm. so um 
be ready for every for anything or in everything. And, yeah, and you were in in college. We had I didn't I didn't I don't really have very much improv training, but I remember in college this uh, professor named Dan Day taught us an improv class, and he the the whole point of that class was don't don't be funny he was like don't don't try to make people laugh don't go for the joke which in my mind is all improv ever was it was like oh it's funny and, you know and there is that for sure but he he said be real he was like be real if it happens to be funny great if it's not doesn't have to be like make it what be be in the moment whatever that moment is and i think that really served me in both the audition process and in the movie you know because it was it was the ability to like just accept this is the this is the world we're living in in this moment, and and just say yes. So then you have callbacks. Yeah. Did one. you have to go with just one callback? I think I can't really. It's so. I think we just had one, maybe two. And are you like optimistic about it, or is it just another it's, day and it, another? It thing? was. I remember calling my mom and saying, "I think I got that, and if I don't, it's because something else fantastic is coming because that was too fun for it not to be mine." Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know what it was. You know, to me, it was just a week where I got to film a movie instead of waiting tables, so it was just a win, just to do it. Um, and yeah, on the callback, I met Mika for the first time, and it was the same thing. We were like, "Hi, I'm Katie, I'm Mika," and Orin said, "Where did you guys meet?" And we like looked at each other and then launched into this epic story about you know traveling abroad and over college and falling in love and, and all this stuff which is totally made up but did that end up in the, did any of that end up that was our backstory three, okay yeah that was the so basis you kind of wrote the movie we all the three of us did through yeah. through you know collaboration for sure yeah. yeah uh so what comes next is filming the thing yes and you filmed it in san, san diego, diego which i I, bef- I moved from new york and i moved to san diego before i moved to los angeles mm-hmm. so i always always thought it was very cool um, I don't know. I just felt it was like kind of close to me a yeah, little bit. Yeah, well, uh, close to home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what was that experience like? Uh, it was really fun. We had a seven-day shoot. Um, Which is short. Short. We but we were non-union and there was no crew, so it was truly like you know eighteen hours a day. You know, so we could cram a lot in. Yeah. Um, and we lived in the house, um, so there was no you know there was no coming back and forth it was just we were there that's what we were there to do and it was great uh, Mika and I carpooled down and got to know each other a little and so you would, you'd come would you you came down from LA yeah. to San yeah. Diego we would take we would usually take my car and Mika and I would take turns driving and you know and we yeah we filmed around the clock and and, and really you know it was looking back the thing that I I realized that I didn't recognize at the time coming from theater was how collaborative it was and how unusual that is. You know, we were all three of us were producing, directing, acting, writing the whole the whole time. And it was Oren's show. I mean, Oren knew exactly what he wanted, but he was so generous in in letting us contribute in ways that most actors don't really have the opportunity to do. And and we each had our roles like my job was to like write the list of scenes down that we needed to shoot in what order we needed to shoot them because I have to be really organized or I freak out and 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 then you know and then Mika would get in there with the camera and you know it was just like everybody had their 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 part and we kind of fell into those roles pretty pretty easily it was it was a really special collaboration that I don't think happens all the time uh I and I'm sure you didn't realize what would be the outcome no no way right because theoretically I mean there's Plenty of things that get made that never see the light of day, yeah. oh, which yeah. just as easily could have happened. Oh, we just, I mean, we wanted to make the best movie we could make, you know, because we had pride in it. But but we didn't, I mean, I, I, 
I mean, it, at the time of making it, it was just, let's make the best movie we can. And then after we filmed it, there was a year of editing, you know, and it was great that Orrin was taking it so seriously. I really appreciated that. Did he keep you, were you guys in the oh, loop a lot? yeah, he was the best. That's great. I mean, yeah. he, and he continues to be the best years later. Yeah, he would do an edit and then he would either come up to LA or we'd go down to San Diego and we'd all watch and give notes. You know, we'd have like small groups. He'd get small groups together and do that. That was a year. So there's a year of editing because he still had a full-time job. And then after that, he started submitting it to festivals and submitting it around town. And, and we got into Screamfest, which we just did a Q&A there the other night, which was so fun, very full circle. Um, and, uh, and, the, and it did really well there. And, um, and then eventually, you know, this is like years down the road now, um, this guy named Jason Blum um, found it and he really saw in it you know something special because everyone else around town had, and we got into slam dance and things like that but everyone in town had said no like no this is this doesn't look like a movie no and Jason was like oh I think maybe it could be and so he was really a huge gift because he really believed in us and, and really worked hard and, and you know to get us in the right hands um, and, to, and to work things so that um, the actual original movie would be the one that everyone saw because there was a time when they were going to like recast it and reshoot it, you know, and make it like a fancier, more Hollywood kind of film. And Jason and Orrin were like, well, I don't think that's really the tone of the movie, but okay. So they, they, it was great. It was an amazing, it was, it was insane. What was the time frame in between you finished shooting until like it was what it became? It was three years almost to the day. So I, f- I start, we started filming on my birthday when I turned, I think, 23 or 24, I can't remember. And then a year of editing and then two years of Hollywood. Hollywood. And, uh, and yeah, and, and when it actually, and it started off small, it was like, oh, we'll just do the demanded thing. It'll be a couple of little towns, a couple of college towns, then a limited thing. You know, never, none of that means huge blockbuster. It means like, oh, cool, my movie was in a movie theater. Like, yeah, maybe somebody can go sit in a movie yeah, theater like, in maybe a town yeah, that you're not in. My parents can drive to Dallas if it's airing in Dallas or drive down to Austin, you know. Uh, and so I was still, you know, auditioning for other stuff, waiting tables, getting, like, barely getting by, like, you know. Yeah, I was, I was wondering, like, what was, so what was your, because you weren't sitting there thinking, well, I know in three years I'm going to be big time. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you were just like. I got to keep going, you yeah. know. And, and it, yeah, and I was so afraid of losing my job, not that I really cared that much, but, but towards the end of the filming process you know we, we we had some reshoots Steven Spielberg had a few things to say about it which was so cool and so we we had some reshoots and I would just call in and I'd be like guys I can't come to work today and I each time I was like well that might be it I might lose my job but I, but I knew why I was in LA it wasn't to wait tables it was to it was to do this kind of stuff so it was you know so yeah by the end of it I was pretty I so you was, were, there was some there you were sweating it at some point oh yeah yeah for sure but when it came out when it actually because it was all the way down to the wire. It was like college towns and then a few more cities. But then every moment, it was like, that could be it. And I was still waiting tables. I had just turned in my two weeks when it opened uh, wide across America. And and I was like, people were going to see the movie and then walking across the street and I was serving them food. And it was like insane that I had like, I, my, like the, my world literally turned upside down overnight. It was, an, it was, I don't even know how to describe it. It was crazy. Okay, so... Like now it's happening. Now what? Like what changes for you? Like what's the? What do you go? What like what? Yeah, because it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's a it's a huge, and it was a really um, a huge time. Like looking back, I can I can really learn from it. But at the time, it was just a giant whirlwind, because I still didn't know how the business worked because I hadn't really been in the business very much. Um, the business kind of like 
came to me super fast, but there was no like I didn't have years of like of building up um, experience to then be prepared and to be able to handle the amount of attention and the level of, of success that we had so quickly. And you also need like a really strong group of people around you who can help guide you. And some of those pieces, you know, weren't there for me. So it was a lot of, you know, Mika and I just like holding on for dear life and saying, okay. Because I mean, you are really, I mean, uh, like as far as it, it's a very um, light cast, yeah. right? So it, you guys, it's, it's to focus on you or yeah. Orin, or that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you can't be like, it's not like, you know, like the Avengers where there's right. like, you know. Right, the, 15 you know, eight, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. eight actors you could be talking to or, yeah. or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know my Avengers, I'm sorry. I, don't, uh, I, have, I saw one of them. Okay. I like I like Joss a lot, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, shout out to him. Oh man, Joss. Uh, uh, if you're listening. I love you. Uh, so what, like, so are, were you thinking then like what comes next for you or comes next for the movie? Uh, I I was thinking how do I I was thinking how do I handle all this and do it right, and um, what that really means is how do I hand, in my twenty six year old mind it meant how do I handle this and make everybody around me happy, which is impossible because you can't make everybody happy. You have to just live your truth, and and some people will be happy and some people won't. So um, I was just trying to like survive and uh and you know and then of course the sequel you know they was talked about like pretty much right away after they realized how well the first movie did and you know they hadn't killed me so it was like okay well you know so that so that kind of rolled into that so it was just kind of like this whirlwind for a few years so what's the the time frame in between you know your um the the first one comes out Mm -hmm. it's out it's everyone knows it and loves it and it's going Crazy. crazy when did you start working on the second one I can't remember the first one came out in October so it's pretty quick though right yeah because th- they released it the next October so they did it so I think we filmed it the, over the summer we had to have filmed over the summer I remember yeah so we were filming yeah like for, we filmed the, the second one for a long time because the interesting thing about the second one was you know it was then a studio film and it's, but the studio wanted to recreate in some ways the success of the first so they're like okay we're going to actually make an indie film but it's impossible you can't do what we did on the first movie with a with a crew of 50 and you know a ton of money and craft service and sag regulations it's just impossible and your private jet yeah well of course i mean clearly i put that in the contract Absolutely. private private jet um so so it was an interesting kind of like uh thing where we all had to kind of like settle into each other like it's not going to be the first movie because we have a bigger family now and we have more rules and we have more cooks in the kitchen. But it's also not a huge studio film, so there is more room for collaboration than a, than a normal studio film would have, I think. Um, so that was a, a very, like, kind of, we all kind of had to, like, get our sea legs again. Did you Do you enjoy one over the other in hindsight? Well, what I've realized over time is that I enjoy telling stories in a, in a really complete way. I love acting, but I love, you know, conceptually coming up with the idea. I love having a hand in how it looks. I love editing. I love having a final say. So so, th- so if I had to choose, I would choose the first one because while it wasn't my film, I had more, uh, I contributed more. I felt like my presence in that film was more meaningful than just being an actor and showing up and feeling my feelings, hitting my mark and going home. Um, and that can be really fun and great, but it's not for me. It doesn't fill me up in the same way as, as have, having my hand in the whole, the whole you know, picture. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. 
And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. How did things change for you after the second one came out? Um, I mean, I mean, they all blur together, yeah. really. I mean, I think, I think... Because you have to do a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of promo- like, especially when it's now theoretically a studio. I mean, you got to do even probably more promotion. Yeah, right? I mean, we did. I mean, we did so much for the first for the first and second one, even the third one. I mean, I remember I went to London one day and they, you know, shuttled me around London and I did, you know, press there and and uh, New York and cover. This must seem like this must seem like ugh to you compared to that. No, this is great. This is fun because you and I are like connecting on a human level and like yeah. chilling out. That's all fun too. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was fun to like go to London and be in like this cool hotel room and think, what is happening in my world well, I right went to, now? I went to uh, London one for a week for a YouTube thing and, and it was amazing. Isn't that oh, it, was, neat? it was so. I saw Wicked on Halloween two Halloweens ago. Oh wow! It was am- it was just it was just really really cool. That's so yeah, that's amazing. My my whole I, it was it was a lot of catching up for me because I, I mean I had never even. This sounds so silly, but I had never. They they fly you. Paramount will fly cast members first class, you know. And so I flew like first class from Ameri- from you know L.A. to London, and I'd never I'd never been and I'd never done that. And it was just like, wow, what is this? What Would you is believe it? I never have ever? I mean, most people haven't because it's yeah. just who can do that. Yeah. But it was like, wow, this is like, what is this world I'm living in? You know. But it never it never felt like, uh, it just felt like this cool thing that was happening. You know, and it was exciting. Uh, did. Any, like, your relationships change with people? Because your life changes, you know what I mean? And, and the people that you're around, even people from your hometown or, the, you know, your, your people. I mean, it sounds like you kind of, like, came to L.A. and then just things happened. At- it is, it, that is how it, I know that's how it seems. And, and in some ways, that is that is what happened. Uh, the people, you know, I have a pretty good intuition and I'm pretty good at feeling people out. And for the for the most part, everyone, my family, my good friends, there was so much love. There's so much happiness, so much excitement. Um, and I really felt that, and it was really very grounding for me to to have all the people that I love still treat me exactly the same as they should, you know. And there were a few people who were who kind of like attempted to be BFFs with me, and I'll, but it was you know you can you can you can suss those people out pretty yeah. fast, yeah, yeah. Overall, such gratitude for um, my friends and my family. And do you th- do you like? Are you thinking at the time like? I want to do other stuff beside this franchise. Like, what was kind of like? What was your kind of plan? Sure, I I I would love to do um, more like comedy and dramedy, um, but that's a hard sell when when you have like a really solid you know name in a horror genre, and that's what your team wants you to do because that's you know that's coming at them like you know offers all the time for that kind of stuff and the and the movies are continuing to go so every year it's katie from paranormal activity demon every year it's hard to break away from that and and um or at least for me at times it was hard to break break away from that which is why now i kind of well, I have such gratitude for like our huge fan base and all its success. I do appreciate the kind of space that's happening right now, you know, where I can develop my own things and, and get that out in the world and be like, hey, hey, guys, I'm actually a really great gal who can, you know, there's a whole. You could be like, you know, like a quirky best friend. There you go. You could there be, you, a, you know, kick-ass spy. I would love to be a kick-ass spy. Only those two spy. things, though. 
I, I, yeah, kick ass spy. I'll and take that. best friend. I like that too. Those are the only two things. Though. I think, I think there's probably a few more. Mm, I don't know. I think I, I think could there's be, only two. I think, I think my resume might have other okay. things in it eventually. Yeah, okay. We'll see. So you, uh, are, I mean, I've, I've seen all the movies. Uh, I, it's sometimes hard to keep track of what was going on. My gosh. Uh, I mean, you know, use some navigation, but, um, you're an, all of them in some way, except for the current one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a co- like? Was there any conversation with that one? Like, are you gonna find yourself in that one in some kind of? Oh, about the last one. The, yeah, the, the current one. That's oh, the you know, I don't have a great answer to that. I I really love the everybody who you know is in charge of these, like the team behind it. Mm-hmm. They've become friends over the years, and and they know what story they want to tell. Yeah. You know, and so if they if they were telling a story that didn't need my character, it's like. I trust you. Go for it. Yeah. So there was no there was no conversation on on my end, but but I have like huge gratitude and like hundred percent support for them and for you know like them wrapping up the franchise the way they did. So is that is that it for it now? Is that? I is- mean, as far as I know, who knows? But I from everything I'm hearing from everyone, people who are in the know, that's it. I mean, who knows? They could reboot it in ten years or something. But but for now, I think I think I think that's it. Isn't that crazy? Uh, it, it, I mean, it is kind of crazy because when I, you know, I think about it, I think of it as like a, a pretty current, um, you know, current franchise. You know, uh, I mean, every, every you like everyone loves horror. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can even even movies that don't do well can have, you know, ten sequels because yeah. people just consume. And if you make them for as little as yeah. Jason, you know, makes most of his, it's, you know, you still they're still making a profit, which is great. Uh, do you? Cord's getting it's getting some cord What's issues. What's going on with this cord? This crazy Man, cord thing. This cord is like. This cord is going absolutely. Crazy. This cord is just needs it's some hard, love. It's hard. It's hard doing this. This is it's, especially on the cords. It's not easy. They got to transfer this. like data and uh, sound. There's like sound energy. Going there's energy here. going through these cords. Do no you have? Um, I imagine you have like a pretty strong fan base. Yeah, I do. They're so great. Um, has it ever been? I know. I mean this in a positive. Has it ever yeah. been weird? Uh, there be are some weirdos. Yeah, there are some weirdos. There are by far more normal people who are kind and awesome who give me fan mail or who come up and give me hugs and say hi when they see me in person. And that I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. There are some real special folk though out there every once in a while because they feel like. Well, I mean, you know, in their in their defense, sort of, they feel like they know you. Yes. Yes. I mean, I do YouTube and I put out a lot of stuff and or this and people. Like they feel like they know, and you know, because I go to things and mm-hmm. I talk to things in panels or whatever, and you know, you it's hard, you don't really know a, a lot about them, and how can you? It's right. hard, but they feel like they know a lot about you because you've been in their face, right? Right, for, right, you know, for so long, and, right. and, and stuff, so they feel like they know you, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, there have been some, there have been some weird, there's a, I don't want to like tell you who they are because I don't want them to know that I know that they're there, but but there have been some, some, some strange men for sure, um, but I just kind of like. Ignore those guys. Send them some love and hope they never come out here to L.A. Don't ever come. Yeah. 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 Don't come to L.A. Yes. And there's also this weird, this is probably antagonizing the issue by saying this, but there's some sort of weird foot thing where, yeah, I don't. Because it's like a something like foot. I don't understand that. I don't understand it, but I get a lot of messages. I think because maybe I didn't wear any shoes in the movie. So there's a lot of like 
shots of my feet maybe i don't know are you Super thinking of weird. are you thinking of like maybe you know capitalizing that and starting a side business or something i mean so it's funny you let's just talk say about that. that let's talk about maybe side my business. side business my my good friend dave and i are, are developing a feature film and we were like we need to get you know finish getting financing for it and dave's like you should just you should just do signed photos of your feet like or you know a 10 minute skype session with your feet and i was like dave oh you should real, draw real rock bottom draw faces on your feet and have them have conversations oh. <laughs> with each other. I'm just trying to spitball in here. I'm just trying this to This is good. I'm gonna take some notes. Yeah, I mean I'm just trying to Dave would be thrilled. So be great. when when it comes like, you know, when it comes to like, okay, now I, you know, I wanna make this, I want this to happen, um, how do you like tactfully and tastefully and all that, which I'm sure you do, like kind of leverage that to you know get into the rooms you want to get into um you know whether it's crowdfunding a film or something like Mm -hmm. that like how do you how do you navigate all that without being like hey you you know me and you love me now give me money yeah it's an it's a i don't have that problem because Mm -hmm. more of my problem is i just am so shy and kind and would just you know like like the business side is is really uh something that i've been i'm much better at it now which is fantastic, and I'm really learning. We've had this this film. It's called Some Girls, and we've been in development on it, you know, for a couple of years now. And it doesn't have a huge budget, but it, I have realized that nobody's going to care about this more than me, and nobody's going to get it out there except for me. So I have to be brave. That's something that I've learned. Like nobody cares more than you. You can have ten publicists and ten managers. Yeah. Nobody cares no. more than you do. And and so what I know in my heart is that we're making this movie one hundred percent and there's not a chance in this world that it won't happen. So how is it gonna happen? It's gonna happen by Dave and I hitting the pavement and and asking, you know, asking for people to be involved. Um, which is which there's no there's no like, hey, you know me from this from me. It's just it's just, hey, this is a story I believe in. You know, and I think as we continue to also make other content which which I'm doing, um, that it'll it'll be easier over time. How are you how are you making that other content just on a, on a like I just wrapped a short okay. that I produced and direct, co-directed and, and acted in and Dave Shotwell who is my creative partner in these things he wrote it and co-directed it and that was amazing we learned so much um, and I'm developing a uh, a web series written by my friend Emily Hobeck and uh I'm directing that and in that as well, and that's hysterical. I should be auditioning right now for you, then, right? You should. I, the yeah. whole time I should have been auditioning. I mean, I it's, it's, it's life is an audition. I don't know, Katie. <sighs> so good. That's so good. See, that's me not knowing what you're talking about. That was great. Pretty good, huh? That was pretty good. Yeah. I totally believed it. Yeah. I don't even. I have some, that. Ugh, you're, you're, I know, right? You are cast. I'm, thank you. Yeah. And uh, guy number nineteen. Yeah. Walking by. That's we have that. We have that in I'll episode do it. seven. Well, I'll do it. Episode seven. Well, you're I'll the man. It. Oh man, this is so good. You guys hear that? Okay. Um. Yeah, so so working on different things, making some music too. It's really fun. Oh, interesting. What's 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 your favorite? What's your music? It's yeah. like I. It's like a sweet singer songwriter with kind of a country flair sort of Jenny thing. Jenny Lewis. I don't know who that is, but I should you don't check know, her back. Honestly, check out Jenny Lewis. Okay. She's in this band, Rilo Kylie, mm-hmm. and she used to be an, an actor, and now I think she's she's solo. Mm-hmm. But Jenny what Lewis. you described mm-hmm. and your bangs. Mm-hmm. Jenny Lewis. Okay. Check it out. I have to tell you right? something. Right? Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jenny Lewis. I have to tell you something about these bangs. I I got these bangs before I shot the short film because, uh, well, because I was I was trying to figure out how I could make myself look younger in case I needed to play a younger version of myself. So I got fake bangs and tried them on and it was like it was like this is my I new didn't forever. Even know they made fake they bangs. do by Revlon, Amazon, and I put them on and I was like, oh my god, who? How have I not been doing this my whole life? Immediately went out and chopped my bangs off, and it has been life changing. I I don't I don't 
and clearly it can't actually be the bangs. It must be like how the bangs make me feel and therefore how I go out in the world. But it's like the it's it's the world is such um it's like people ask me out on dates just like crazy. And I it's only because I got my bangs cut. It's insane. It's like people just like talk to me. It's it's like I got bangs and suddenly I don't know. You're op- maybe it's like you're open. I think bangs. maybe I feel like I'm wearing a disguise and therefore I'm less shy because I can be yeah. kind of shy. Yeah. So I don't know. But it how was, do they ask you out on the dates? I do a lot of dating kind of stuff on my on my YouTube and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Like, how, how do they, are they just like, hey girl, There's love some, those bangs. <laughs> man, girl, you got some bangs. Yeah. There's some, like some banter. Sometimes it's friends of friends. Yeah. Sometimes it's like uh, over Twitter, you know, like we know each other sort of. Okay. There's some banter and then there's, a, you know, there's lots of different, lots of different ways. Um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at the in-person banter, even if I, because it's, it's like, I can get kind of, um, like bantering feels safe, so it's like I'm I'm good at banter until it gets like real, and then I get yeah. then I sh- then I like get really shy. Yeah, because then you could just be like you know joke 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 joke, joke, joke fun joke. fun good 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 good. So what's up, girl? You know, like when that that's <laughs> uh-huh. how, what I say. Uh-huh. So I say yo, what's girl. up, girl? Like but with that. that breathy voice, right? So yeah. what's up, girl? See, good. I was I was auditioning again. That's so good. I was auditioning again. I know. I'm wow. making mental. I'm it, making mental well, notes. I won't let you forget it. Don't oh, worry. Oh man, it's that's be the great. thing about me. I'm very persistent when it comes to myself. Mm-hmm. As uh, you should be. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think there's something to be said that like you, um, you prove your work. Yeah. You, you follow through, and I think there's you know, like you said, like we talked about LA casting uh, earlier. There's a lot of things that a lot of big talk. You know, they set up the Facebook page on their thing, of a, and it's something that never exists. It never actually comes out. So you you follow through, and I yeah. think that's. Um, there's so, a lot to be said about it's that. It's so fun. Our short film, we're already submitting it to things. The web series will be released either in February or March. It's like, it's so fun. It's so fun to create. I love it. I love it. I love creating. Yeah. You want to see if there's any any questions? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll see. I mean, I asked in a couple of different places, and I just, it's something that I would need to find. Um, let's see. I can help on Twitter let's or something. Let's see. Not a lot of people saying hi. Hey, guys. Yeah, a lot of hey, hi, hold on. Uh, was it hold on you or was it hold on them? Do they want us to hold on? No, no, I think, wait. Yeah, that, wait a minute. Yeah, here's a bunch of comments here. And then, hold on, let me check my Snapchat. All right. Okay, here we go. And let me just, oh, there's a bunch here. Hold I on. I got one. When will you come to France? Uh, as soon as someone invites me. Yeah. I've never invites been. Invites us. Both of us. Let's we go are, party. Yeah, we're, we're ready. We're a package now. Yeah, we we go together like. <laughs> Two peas like, in a pod. Like money and money. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Let's see. I wonder if this will be on video too. I know this person. I sometimes I'm afraid to open these because I keep it open and I get a lot of weird ones. Oh. Hey guys. Oh, it's Katie. Good luck with Jason. And how was it filming all those paranormal activity movies? You are amazing and thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, we kind of talked about that. Yeah, we did. We it did. was, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I have a little funny story, though, okay. that might answer a question. We filmed a lot the first week, in clearly, like, around the clock, and um, whenever we had a break, we, Warren had the box set of Allie G, so Mika and I would sit on the couch and, like, decompress and watch just endless episodes of Allie G, and we, we laughed so hard and got so giggly about it and started doing the accents that Oren cut us off. He was like, you guys cannot watch any more of that show. You're ruining the vibe of this movie. Right. Does that take you out of it at Yeah, all? it totally did. Like, he was like, this isn't as good, guys. It's because you're watching too much Allie G, so he cut us off cold turkey. We were so upset, but then when we wrapped uh, and went home, like, a week later, a box set of Valley G arrived in the mail. I was like, thanks, Warren, you're the man. That's very cool. So. That's what you're done. Okay, let's see. Uh, Mrs. Styles 98. Let me just make sure. Wait. 
Oh, it's just hey. Hey. Uh, just hey. Hey. Uh, this one is from Kinda Haley. I was wondering if working on the Paranormal Activity movies ever made you scared about going through your own paranormal experiences, or have you had any paranormal experiences? Great question. Um, I, uh, I haven't really had any paranormal. I don't really... I totally believe that this world and this universe is, is infinite and, and endless and there's much that cannot be explained and that we're learning every day. And so I'm very open to all sorts of things of that nature. I don't really have room in my life for the scary stuff, though. So I don't if it's out there, I don't want to know about it. Um, so I've never I've never experienced that myself. So go away. Go away. Scary stuff. Yeah, See go, you later. Go, don't waste your time here. Just sending you some love. Find somebody go else. Temecula. Temecula is fine. It's go know? there. They love just you there. anywhere, but not here. here. Uh, what was the other part? If, if it was scary, he's filming it. At times. Mika got way more scared because he had to deal with me being all like, you know, yeah. weirded out. So he had a, a rougher time with that. Um, I, did I, you see? Did you? Because, you know, they make, connect, they make connections, obviously. In the, you know, they kind of tie yeah. in different scenes. Was that was that pre? That's something I probably should have asked. Was that something that kind of came reverse engineered? And they're like, oh, let's tie it in. Or, or did they have that plan to? You mean in the sequels, tie yeah. in the first movie? No, I mean the sequels. It was like, oh, cool, we could tie the first movie in like this because you don't make see it. everything. Right, 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 right. Which right, is very right. cool. Yeah. Um, they were smart about that. Yeah, so smart. Uh, this is Ryan McCone, TKD. Let's hope this is not something weird. I'll know in a second. Maybe it'll be his feet. Did you enjoy filming it? Yes. Yes, yes. yeah. Joyfully. It was it, Filming the first one especially was one of the most joyful things of my entire life. See? That's so nice. Okay. This is from Ethan. Let's see what this is. Please don't be bad. <laughs> you just said I'm gay. Okay, I support he, that. Yep, he just Sending said, you a I'm lot gay. of love. Thank you, Ethan. Uh, let's see, <laughs> Moonstar. Please don't. When was your first kiss? Oh, this is a great question. Yeah. Uh, my first, it wasn't on set, was it? <laughs> it, it was on a, a stage in in, uh, in high school. Okay. I had to, um, I was a freshman and I was in this play called Nevermore and I had to seduce this guy in the play and he was played by Brandon Carroll, who was a dreamy sophomore. Sounds it. That name is God, very dreamy. God, he was dreamy. so, he was like blonde and he, mm-hmm. you know, did, he was a baseball star and he did theater, all these great things. He is, he remained a dear friend of mine for a long time. So anyway, so I had to, I was terrified. I'd never kissed a boy and I would like go to the payphone every day after school and put a quarter in and tells you how old I am and call my best friend and be like, okay, I think today might be the rehearsal where I have to kiss Brandon. I'm super nervous. And she'd be like, okay, call me when you, when you get home. And then, and sure enough, I had to go in and my teacher was like, okay, Katie, like really just go for it and really like seduce him. And I'm thinking, what? I can't seduce him. What is that even? Not even even kissed a boy. Did you have the bangs? I had no bangs. No, see, see, if I had had the bangs, Mm. if I had had the bangs, could have done it. And so, Eventually, we had to change the scene to where he kisses me, even though that made no sense because I was so shy about it. Um, so it wasn't my first like romantic kiss, but that was technically my first kiss. And Brandon said that I always had to, he had to always be, I had to claim him as my first kiss. That was the that was the rule. So now do, that do I'm on a pod, you still love him forever and ever and ever. Ever, yeah. And love never dies. Love never dies. Love never dies. Well, so you have uh, a bunch of stuff we talked about. You yeah. Have stuff coming out, stuff happening. Yeah. Where can we find all your stuff? That's a great, great question. So the the short film isn't isn't uh, online for the public yet, although sometime soon in the future it will be once once we get kind of those things in order. Um, you can definitely find out about it at my Twitter, at Katie Diane, or, I mean, Twitter is the way to go, or you can go to my Instagram, Real Katie Featherston, and I'll 
post stuff about that. The web series, Solace for the Unloved, we will either release on, start releasing on Valentine's Day or mm. the first day of spring um, because it is uh, a series of intensely dark and funny internal monologues of a woman who's single and alone. So we thought Valentine's Day or the first day of spring would be a really appropriate time to just unleash her on the world. Yeah. Yeah, that you know, even like New, New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's yeah, Day, oh, just like anything, you know, any basically any, any holiday, day, yeah. any birthday, anything. Yeah. <sighs> President's Day, President's like, Day. Let's tie that in there. Those just, sales, let's tie those sales in there. Got the commercials. Can we talk for a minute about the commercials over the holidays and over Valentine's Day? Like, I could get through the holidays fine, but if I've, every time I turn on the TV, it's like an engagement ring. It's like it's like snowing. And Don't turn on the TV. Never turn on the TV. Don't ever turn on the TV. Except let's just watch your stuff. Right. Then keep, please keep, like, keep. Just watch, just watch, watch, watch me. Watch, on watch your stuff. Yeah, that's great. Well, you can find me at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. You could, I don't know, uh, subscribe to Friends Without Benefits, leave a comment, rate. Do it. Rate five stars for Katie. Give it, oh, you know, guys. SoundCloud. Purple Hearts. Sideshownetworks.tv is a f- super fun place. And uh, thank you to Katie Featherstun. Oh, thank you for having me. This was delightful and fun. I was auditioning again. I know. Was you are cast. I like you. You're a keeper. We'll end on that. <laughs> Thanks so much. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.